Hello, I'm Rob, and welcome to this week's edition of the Black Country Talking News for the 18th of January 2023. Hello and welcome to the Black Country Talking News, brought to you by the sight loss charity Beacons. We're pleased to confirm that the Talking News is now available via Alexa. Once you've enabled the Talking Newspapers skill, all you need to do is play Talking Newspapers and ask for the Black Country Talking News. Our talking news service is also available via the free Wireless for the Blind app. It can be found on the Beacon Centre website www.beaconvision.org forward slash talking news. As a podcast via services such as Apple or Spotify or as a free CD, simply contact Beacon Centre on 01902 we hope you enjoy this week's edition. Reading this week, we have myself Rob, Christine, Angela, Ian, Liz, Helen, Pete, Mina, Simon, and of course not forgetting, Flashback Roger. In this week's edition we have some local news for the black country, an update from Beacon, information about fit over filter glasses, the quiz with Mina, the latest news from West Bromwich Albion and Wolves, a Did You Know section from Flashback Roger. The weather for the week ahead. And to help us all get moving and active, there's also another new feature starting this week, as we have the return of the 10 Day Gentle Exercise Sessions. Local news to start though, with Liz, Christine, Ian, but first, Angela. Two black country hospitals have been forced to open food banks for their staff amid concerns they are struggling to feed themselves. The drastic move is a shocking indication of the impact the cost of living crisis is having on NHS workers. Health bosses say nurses and other workers have already flocked to the food bank set up at Wolverhampton's New Cross Hospital and Walsall Manor. They were prompted to launch the food banks over concerns for the well-being of the workforce and fears some could be forced to take time off sick because they're struggling to cope and not earning enough. NHS Trust also said they were aware some staff were struggling to afford to just get to work. It comes amid a standoff between the government and health unions over NHS pay with more strikes planned. The Royal Wolverhampton NHS Trust, RWT, which runs New Cross, said there is already a stream of regular customers at the food bank. Free hot drinks and bread for toast or a cereal bar are also being offered to all 16,000 staff across RWT, as well as a subsidised hot meal for £1.50 each. David Lawton, Chief Executive of both trusts, said he was extremely concerned about his staff. He said, we have a duty of care to support our staff and their well-being is our focus. So this gesture has been made to support them at a challenging time for so many people in our society. The trusts are accepting donations from the public. Anyone interested in helping should contact Amanda Winwood via email at amanda.winwood at nhs.net. 
An alarming shortage of fully trained GPs practicing in the black country has been confirmed by the latest NHS statistics. As patients complain about the difficulty of getting GP appointments, NHS figures show there are nearly a hundred fewer fully trained GPs practicing than a year before. The British Medical Association warned the hemorrhage of GPs from practices in the black country is alarming. The BMA claimed there has been the biggest year-on-year fall in over three years in fully qualified GPs, despite the government's 2019 manifesto pledge to recruit 6,000 more GPs by 2025. Practice manager at Dudley Wood Surgery, Aaron Venkapool, said the BMA warnings are totally right. We have been trying to recruit a GP to our surgery for nine months now and it is virtually impossible. The problem is a long-term one. Young medical students do not want to be GPs anymore. They want more glamorous positions like surgeons or working in A&E. Being a GP is not glamorous, requires hard work, but is vital for the NHS. The government should require new medical students to do a stint as a GP whether they want to be one or not. Filling the void created by the shortage of GPs in the NHS is costing the taxpayer millions of pounds paying for locums to cover shifts at surgeries like Dudley Wood. As well as fewer medical students wanting to be GPs, the NHS is losing GPs to early retirement. Mr Venokopal predicted the shortage of GPs will continue without positive action. Ambulance staff are again preparing to walk out on strike after new figures reveal the region's ongoing GP shortage. Paramedics and emergency control workers walked out last Wednesday in the latest action over pay and conditions. The action by the GMB union means that some 999 calls to West Midlands Ambulance Service may not be responded to. Further strikes are planned for January 23rd with a walkout by Unison and Unite. It comes as figures reveal there are fewer GPs available to help patients in the West Midlands than 12 months ago. The fall comes despite a government pledge to recruit thousands nationally by 2025. The bitter dispute between NHS workers and the government looks set to continue after talks were branded bitterly disappointing and an insult. Both the Royal College of Nursing and Unite criticised the meeting with Health Secretary Steve Barclay held in Westminster. They accused ministers of intransigence and saying there was no resolution in sight to the industrial action. WMAS Emergency Services Operations Delivery Director Nathan Hudson said, We have had productive discussions with our staff side colleagues to agree that ambulances will respond to the most urgent calls, such as cardiac arrests and where a crew requests immediate backup at the scene of a case. Also, other life-threatening cases such as heart attacks, strokes, difficulty in breathing and maternity cases. People living in the black country are being invited to give their views on health services to help shape a local NHS five-year plan. The Black Country Integrated Care Board is writing a plan with local NHS trusts to set out how they will work together with other partners, including local authorities and the community and voluntary sector, to improve health outcomes, tackle inequalities and help support local communities to develop. The joint forward plan will describe how NHS resources will be used to deliver on NHS targets and requirements set nationally, ensuring local services are of the highest quality and that they meet local need. The public conversation is now open and will close at the end of January. 
Local people can have their say in a number of ways, including filling in a survey available online at blackcountry.nhs.uk and at some local warm hubs by calling 0121 612 4110 to receive help filling in the survey or by speaking to their local health watch. A number of people panel meetings will also be taking place throughout January, where people can speak to staff from the Black Country ICB and get help filling out the survey. They will take place at the following locations. DY1 Community Centre in Dudley, Wednesday the 25th of January, from 10am to 1pm. Bob Jones Community Hub in Wolverhampton, Monday the 30th of January, 10am to 1pm. For more information on the NHS Joint Forward Plan, visit the Black Country ICB website. Up next, we hear from Helen, who of course has for us the Beacon Update. Hi everyone, it's Helen from Beacon. I hope you're keeping well. As usual, I'm here to tell you everything that's been happening here at our charity. And I am starting this week with how Beacon can help if you're looking for work. Our specialist team can help you develop the skills and help you need to find local job opportunities. If you're unemployed, impacted by sight loss and living in South or East Staffordshire, get in touch to start your free support programme. Call 01902 880111 or email inquiries at beaconvision.org to find out more. Now, have you tried one of our community activities? If not, and you fancy trying something new this year, our January 2023 activity timetable is now live. We've got a host of sessions lined up in the community and at Beacon, including swimming, spinning, even a book club. You can find out more on our website, www.beaconvision.org, or you can also give us a call, 01902 880111. Next this week, could you make a difference in 2023? Well, we're looking for befriending volunteers who can make regular telephone calls to people at risk of loneliness across the region. It's a role you can complete from your own home and it takes around 30 minutes a week, during which you'll be brightening someone's day. You can find out more on our website. I'll give you the address again. It's www.beaconvision.org beaconvision.org or call us here's the telephone number 01902 you can also use that number to ring us if you'd like to receive a befriending call too now last this week fancy some extra pounds in your pocket who doesn't right now well if you do why not sign up for the wolves lottery as well as being in with a chance of winning one thousand pounds every week you'll also be supporting people with sight loss with a donation of 65 pence from every one pound you play made to the beacon center it costs just one pound a week to enter and you can find out more on our website and one last time i'll give it you again www.beaconvision.org that's it for this week i'll be back again soon bye bye cheers for that update helen up now we're our next block of local news and starting this one off we first hear christine Dudley Borough has announced a shed load of investment over the next few years. We take a look at some of the biggest projects set to transform Dudley through 2023 and 2024. Dudley Interchange As part of a new £24 million transport interchange, the oldest and busiest bus station in the West Midlands is set to be demolished. Dudley Bus Station has stood on the site since 1986. If the council can navigate a standoff with some city centre businesses, the new interchange will link with the Wensbury to Briley Hill Metro extension, with both projects originally forecast to be finished at the end of 2023. 
However, delays and budget constraints could hold the projects back. Dudley Hippodrome Redevelopment The Hippodrome Redevelopment is part of a partnership deal between Dudley College of Technology, the University of Worcester and Dudley Council, which involves the demolition of the Hippodrome Theatre and the surrounding land and buildings to create a new higher education facility. As part of a £25 million project, the university will oversee a nursing college which is expected to be up and running by the 2024 academic year. Trident Centre It is hoped that the sale of the scheme to a private investor can be completed in 2023 and a regeneration project for the Trident Centre, sitting in the heart of Dudley Town Centre, can get underway. The huge project will cost around £82 million and promises to deliver 347 residential units, 200 student digs and up to 10,000 square feet of retail and leisure space. The project is being spearheaded by the West Midlands Combined Authority, although budget restraints may also hinder this project. Plans have also been laid out for some major transformation to Briley Hill in the coming years. Ian can tell us more. £5 million in funding has been earmarked for the regeneration of Briley Hill. Works, which started last week, include the refurbishment of Briley Hill Library and upgrading the public toilets, as well as improving transport links and access. New seating, plants, trees and cycle facilities will also be installed along the street to improve its appearance for visitors. The area around the Briar Rose sculpture and the locally listed drinking fountain, as well as at St Mary's Church, will also see an upgrade. Wensbury to Briley Hill Metro Extension Expected to open in 2024, the new line enables travellers using the existing Wolverhampton to Birmingham line to switch at Wensbury Great Western Street to travel south to Briley Hill. Work on one half of the extension connecting Dudley Town Centre to Wensbury is already underway, but a recent council risk report has raised fears that the remaining portion of the line from Dudley to Briley Hill may be delayed again or scrapped. The Black Country Plan The Black Country Plan was intended to set out future housing and employment needs in the borough and was drawn up by four local authorities, Dudley, Sandwell, Walsall and Wolverhampton, which reportedly spent £2 million on the plans. But Dudley Borough Council withdrew from the proposal in October, citing public reaction to proposals to build on Greenbelt land. Instead, the authority now plans to draw up its own Dudley-specific proposals to set out where developments such as housing or factories should be built in the area, which will be expected in 2023. Arrangements for the region's local elections in May have been announced. One significant change to the ballot is the introduction of voter ID, which will require all electors to produce a form of photo identification, such as a passport, driving licence, immigration document or some concessionary travel passes, to be eligible to vote. The requirement to show photo ID at the polling station is a new requirement introduced by the UK Government's Elections Act, which was passed last year and comes into effect for the first time this May. Anyone who does not have one of the accepted forms of ID will be able to apply for free ID online at voter-authority-certificate.service.gov.uk or by completing a paper form. People are urged to contact their local electoral services team should they require any help with applying for the free ID or want to request an application form. 
In a report to the Council's Governance and Ethics Committee, Electoral Services and Scrutiny Manager Laura Noonan said if an elector's photo ID has expired, it will still be accepted as long as the photo is still a good likeness of the elector. The government have agreed to review the effect of voter ID based on turnout at the May 2023 poll, she added. The deadline to register to vote is April the 17th. To apply to vote by post, it's 5pm on April the 18th. And to apply to vote by proxy is 5pm on April the 25th. Fire crews have issued an urgent warning about wood coals after being called out to homes with dangerous levels of carbon monoxide. West Midlands Fire Service have been called out to houses where the carbon monoxide level was so high the occupants felt unwell and could have died if they had not called 999. The fire service issued a warning on Twitter with photos of the dangerous product called Abo Alabed wood coals which can also be used in shisha pipes. The fire service said this is an urgent safety message. We're seeing an increase in calls to houses where these coals and similar are being burned indoors as incense. The carbon monoxide reading in this small house was 600 ppm, which poses a serious risk of death. The occupiers felt unwell, but they were only alerted to a serious problem by their carbon monoxide alarm in another room. The warning continued, please help us share this vital message. Do not burn indoors. Now it's time to test your knowledge as we have the quiz questions for this edition and they're brought to us by Mina. Hello and welcome to this week's Flashback Quiz. All the answers you need can be found later in Flashback Rogers Did You Know feature. But for now, these are your questions. Here we go. Question one. What can't our ears do? Question two. How many hair cells are in the ear? Question three. Who invented the telephone? Question four. Which of our senses can also be affected by hearing loss? Question five. What is it thought that our ears appear to do with age? And finally, question six. How is earwax beneficial? I will be back with you with the answers later, but for now, best of luck. Cheers those questions, Mina. I'll get my mind working on those. Up now, however, it's another block of local news. Staffordshire County Council are running engagement events to help develop a strategy plan for the next five years from 2023 to 2028. This strategy is about people with disabilities and neurodiversities, so they would like to hear from anyone who has a learning or physical disability, has a hearing or visual impairment, cares for or lives with anyone with any of these disabilities or neurodiversities, works with, employs, teaches or delivers any type of services to disabled or neurodiverse people. The engagement events are being held to help understand people's experiences with disabilities and neurodiversity in Staffordshire by giving everyone an opportunity to have their say. If you feel you may have any needs to visit one of the events, you can contact the council at wholelifedisability at staffordshire.gov.uk. 
The Council have confirmed that sensory team representatives will be in attendance at all the events, as well as British Sign Language interpreters. The next event will be held on the 25th of January at Codsall Village Hall, 59 Wolverhampton Road, Codsall, Wolverhampton, WV8 1PL, between 1pm and 5pm. Thousands of UK households can claim up to £500 in free supermarket vouchers to help combat the cost of living crisis. The vouchers are funded through the Household Support Fund, worth more than £420 million. The fund was set up by the government and will vary between different local councils who can decide how to distribute the cash. The main use for the fund is to help towards food vouchers and energy bills. Each council gets a different amount of funding depending on its size, population and need, so you'll have to check to see what you can get in your council area, as well as information on how to apply for the fund. It will be your local council that will decide if you need to apply for any support. Some households will be notified that they can apply for help from the Household Support Fund, while others will be notified when they receive any cash or support automatically. The deadline for councils to hand out all of the support provided by the Household Support Fund is March the 31st, but you will need to apply quickly as it will be given out on a first-come, first-served basis. Residents planning a New Year declutter will once again be able to use a pop-up tip facility. The popular service is making a return to Dudley on January the 21st at the car park opposite the Lister Road depot. More than 500 householders have made use of the temporary waste disposal facility since it was introduced in October. During three opening days last year, staff saw 21.2 tonnes of waste recycled, including 9.6 tonnes of wood, 5.3 tonnes of brick and rubble, 3.6 tonnes of furniture and 2.4 tonnes of scrap metal. Public Realm boss Councillor Shaz Salim says the pop-up tip currently operates each month, but we will soon be exploring the possibility of switching to fortnightly opening dates in light of the site's popularity with residents, especially people in the north of the borough. This will help to get us closer to our overall goal of reaching net zero greenhouse gas emissions in Dudley. Further dates will be February the 18th and March the 18th. Bookings must be made via hwrcbookings.dudley.gov.uk. Oils, car batteries and hazardous waste will be accepted. During this month, Dudley residents will be offered a discount on Textex home collections of mattresses, bed bases, carpet, underlay and upholstered seating like chairs and sofas at a cost of £15 per item instead of £18. Book by phoning 01948 84025. Black Country residents have a month left to contribute to annual consultation on the budget for West Midlands Police. The PCC is responsible for setting the budget for West Midlands Police, which receives the majority of its funding from Central Government Grant, with the balance being met by way of the Council Tax Police Precept. It is part of the PCC's role to set the police precept, which is that part of the Council Tax that goes towards paying for local policing. Mr Foster said, It is vital that as many residents of the West Midlands as possible have their say during the budget consultation. 
it is deeply regrettable that the government is determined to pursue its strategy of requiring the people of the West Midlands to pay more local council tax for less local policing by effectively mandating an increase in the council tax policing precept in the middle of a cost of living crisis. He added, the government has provided us with a stark choice, increase the council tax police precept or face yet further cuts to policing that would see us lose the equivalent of 260 frontline officers. I would encourage everybody in the West Midlands, if you live, work or study in the region, to respond to this consultation. The PCC is also consulting on the public's views on an increase to council tax police precept that the government has effectively mandated by up to £15 per year for a banned D property, amounting to £1.25 per month. Most properties in the West Midlands are in band A and B and therefore the cost for them would be less than that. To take part in the consultation, visit westmidlands-pcc.gov.uk forward slash finance forward slash budget forward slash budget dash 2023 dash 24. More local news to follow. But now Pete's got an idea which may help with the visual discomfort some people get from bright lights and glare. If you need help with sight loss, then filter glasses might help you. Filter glasses are a range of glasses specially for sight loss, designed to protect your eyes from harmful UV rays and reduce glare and bright light, and also improve contrast as well. They make things clearer to see and your eyes more comfortable. They can either be worn on their own, or you can wear them over your existing prescription glasses. Wearing a sun hat or a baseball cap or a sun visor can also help too. So if you'd like to try the range of Cocoon filter glasses and find the right lens and frame to make life a bit more comfortable for you, then call Beacon Sight Loss Advisors for an appointment. You can call on 01902 880 111 and ask for a sight loss advisor. Coming up next on this week's edition of the Black Country Talking News, we have another block of local news. And starting this one off, we first hear from Liz. Members of a 60s rock and roll band that once shared the stage with the Beatles and the Rolling Stones were on top form at their first reunion in three decades. The Cobras band was among the sought-after touring acts at theatres and music venues across the Midlands, where they rubbed shoulders with many fledgling performers of the day, some of whom went on to become global superstars. The bandmates then went their separate ways in 1966, and lead guitarist Mick Brooks joined the successful Californians, which was among the best-known Wolverhampton groups. Mick's brother Melvin of Telford played rhythm guitar, the singer was Barry Dunn, Nick Cox bass player and Terry Rhodes was on drums with the Cobras. Mick, also known as Mike Brooks, who lives in Wensfield, ran the former One Way Music in Salop Street. He worked in Brownhills as a shop fitter in the 1960s and helped to organise a float for the Cobras to perform at the town's carnival, much to the delight of music fans. Four of the bandmates rekindled their friendship at a long-awaited lunch at the Three Hammers Bar and Bistro in Old Stafford Road, Coven, for the first time in about 30 years. 
Terry, 76 of Four Ashes, said, We were all young lads at the time and playing at the same gigs as the likes of Robert Plant, the Rolling Stones and Dusty Springfield. I can remember playing at the same venue as Spencer Davis the night his hit Keep On Running made number one. We haven't met up since someone's birthday in the 1980s. We reconnected on social media and thought it would be good to meet up for a catch-up and to relive old times. We've had a lovely time and we're going to meet up two or three times a year from now on. The five-piece group formed in 1964 with some changes in members along the way. Terry is the husband of black country comedian Tracy Rhodes, known as Our Trace. Fancy taking a ride on a flying horse or perhaps blasting off into space on a rocket? Maybe even trying to chase down criminals in a high-speed police chase? Wherever your imagination takes you, the team at SimWorks in Kings Minford can probably make it happen. SimWorks, which operates from the Pensnet estate, has worked with companies such as National Geographic, Ferrari and DreamWorks Animations and created rides and attractions for theme parks across the world, ranging from Thorpe Park and Alton Towers to attractions in Asia and North America. International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions, the IAAPA Expo in Orlando, where it was nominated for a Brass Ring Award. However, it has never forgotten its roots, and co-founder Mr Monkton said that while customers only usually associate the black country with Peaky Blinders, they also know that the company is in the middle of a vibrant industrial hub. The company has been creating new rides and new attractions over the last few years, including a unique police car chase adventure called AGV, which sees the riders become either the police or the criminals in a wild chase around a course. SimWorks has more than 30 people working at the building in Kingswinford and has worked with more than 100 theme parks across the world in more than 40 countries since the main work began in 1997. To find out more about SimWorks, go to simworks.co.uk. Last Monday saw social media ablaze with reports, images and footage of a meteor shooting across the Wolverhampton night sky. A meteor is a streak of light in the sky caused by a meteoroid crashing through Earth's atmosphere, according to National Geographic. A Met Office spokesman said that the time of day and clear skies had contributed to the quality of the sightings, believing the meteor burnt up in the atmosphere before it could make landfall in Britain, disintegrating above the ground. On a jovial note, many joked that it could have been England football captain Harry Kane's sky-high World Cup penalty kick returning to Earth. We can now shoot across to Angela, who can tell us more about further astronomical observations for this month. The spectacular meteor showers that dramatically lit up the skies last week features in a month of astronomical events that will also include a super new moon and a good chance to see the planet Mercury. There are a number of spots in the West Midlands that make good stargazing sights on clear nights, most notably in the Shropshire Hills where four distinct spots have been designated dark sky discovery sites. They are the car parks at Carding Mill Valley, Cross Dyke, Pole Cottage and the Shooting Box. All four sites have the darkest Milky Way class rating, meaning that the skies are dark enough to see the Milky Way with the naked eye. 
The Reeky near Telford is another dark sky discovery site, while Canic Chase is home to no fewer than seven sites recommended by Go Stargazing, based on light pollution, distance from nearby towns and parking provision. There are a multitude of free stargazing phone apps to help identify and track celestial objects, including the planets we share our solar system with. On January the 21st, there should be a super new moon. The new moon is when the sun and moon are aligned, with the moon coming between the sun and our earth. It means the side of the moon facing us will be in darkness and the night sky will be particularly dark, perfect for spying distant stars or planets. When a new moon occurs while the moon is near its closest point to Earth, it's called a super new moon. January the 21st will be one such occasion. January the 22nd will see the conjunction of Venus and Saturn. Because of the different orbits of the planets in our solar system, two or more planets can sometimes appear as though they are meeting in space. This happens when Earth and the planets all align in a more or less straight line and the resulting meeting is known as a conjunction. Conjunctions between two or three planets are fairly common, more so the relatively fast-moving ones. Multiple planets, even five or more planets, may align on much rarer occasions. January the 30th will see Mercury at greatest elongation west. Since Pluto was reclassified as a dwarf planet, Mercury has been the smallest planet in our solar system. It is also the closest to the Sun and the fastest moving, completing an orbit of the Sun in just under 88 Earth days. All of this means it can be hard to spot, but one of the best chances is during its greatest elongation. This is when Mercury appears to us at its farthest distance from the Sun. It may be visible shortly before sunrise with the naked eye. Up now, it's trivia time, brought to us by Flashback Roger and his Did You Know feature. Hello again everyone, have you been practicing any New Year's resolutions? You know, over the last few years my one and only resolution has been to give up dieting and you know what, I've always been successful, what a surprise. Now then, what have I been musing about over Christmas? Well, after a trip to audiology in Briarleal, I've been thinking about ears. So pin back your lug holes, if you'll pardon the pun. So now then, did you know that? When you stop to consider them, your ears are a really amazing part of the human body. Our ears never stop hearing even when you're asleep. We can never turn off our ears. Our ears will always hear and process sound regardless whether we're conscious or unconscious. Our ears never get a day off. And our ability to hear relies upon the tiny hairs that are located deep within the ear. Without these hairs we wouldn't be able to hear anything. The ear contains more than 20,000 hair cells. These little hairs are precious and if broken, they can never regrow. It can take just one single incident of exposure to loud noise, 85 decibels or higher, to damage our hearing permanently. <coughs> Alexander Graham Bell is most widely known as the inventor of the telephone, and that Thomas Edison was the main man behind the light bulb. But these two men helped also pave the way for the creation of the first hearing aids. It's believed Miller, Reese, Hutchison used their breakthroughs to create the first electric hearing device just before the turn of the 20th century. And as strange as it may seem, some forms of hearing loss can affect our ability to taste. 
This is because the nerve from our taste sensors travels through the middle ear. And as you can guess, if there's a problem in the ear, then taste can be impaired as well. Who'd have thought it, eh? It's commonly thought that our ears continue to grow as we age, or at least they appear to. It's now believed that it's because the cartilage which forms the ears gets softer with age, and gravity is responsible for the rest, as it does with everything else that goes south, in my body at any rate. And finally this week, our earwax is there to protect our ears from harm by trapping small, damaging particles from getting deep in the ear. But did you know that it's been discovered that earwax holds the clue to a person's genetic ethnicity? It's because it's different in people of European or African descent to those peoples from the Far East. Cool. Well, that was a bit of an educational trip, wasn't it? It made me think a bit more about what a precious gift our senses are, though, and how much we take them for granted. In road up, I'm off. I'll go and sharpen my pencils and see if I can find some more unusual things to share with you for next week. So till next week then, I'll just say bye for now. Ta-ra a bit. Ta-ra. Up now, we're to hear what the weather has in store for us. Brought to us as always by Mina. The weather for this week ahead will be settled and dry with cloudy intervals and a gentle breeze. Temperatures are forecast to be around 8 degrees for most of the week with overnight temperatures hopefully picking up too bringing about an end to the sharp frost we have been experiencing over the past few nights. UV levels are expected to be low. The sunrise and sunset times are 8.05am for the sunrise and 16.35pm for the sunset. For Friday 20th of January, the forecast is looking mainly dry with a moderate breeze and temperatures around 6 degrees. Moving on to the weekend and we may see some spells of light rain in places on Saturday 21st but it should all clear as we head into the evening leaving Sunday as relatively dry and pleasant end to the weekend. Temperatures will still be hovering around average at 7 degrees. On to next week and it is forecast to remain dry and rather settled with light cloud and a gentle breeze right through from Monday 23rd to Thursday 26th of January. Temperatures will continue to hold up well at around 7 degrees. So that's your forecast for this week. As always, enjoy the weather. Cheers for that weather update, Mina. Up now, it's time to find out how our local football teams have been getting on. Wolves 1, West Ham United 0. Wolves picked up a vital three points against relegation rivals West Ham, thanks to Daniel Podence's second half strike. Hulen Lopetegui made five changes to the side that lost to Nottingham Forest in the Carabao Cup quarterfinal in midweek and switched to the 4-2-3-1 formation. Of those changes, recent signing Mateus Cunha made his first start for the club, while new addition Mario Lamina made the bench. The 29-year-old arrives for a fee of around £9 million on a two-and-a-half-year contract, with the option of another year, and gives Wolves strength in depth in midfield. The hosts made a good start to the game, dominated possession and got into good attacking positions, but failed to truly test the West Ham defence. But just three minutes into the second half, a sweeping counter-attack after a West Ham corner culminated in the perfect start for Wolves, with Podence's fine finish handing them the lead. 
Wolves came close to adding a second but had to settle for resolute defending in the closing minutes as they hung on for the result that takes them out of the relegation zone. After such a crucial win, manager Hulen Lopetegi spoke of his delight. He said, We are fighting a lot for these points. We want to work with a clean sheet. It's the first for me in the Premier League, which is key. I highlight the commitment, fight and the character of the players. But we celebrate for two hours and then we are thinking of playing against Liverpool in the FA Cup replay next week. Luton Town 2, West Bromwich Albion 3. A stunning second-half comeback capped a remarkable turnaround victory as in-form Albion maintained their championship charge at Luton. Carlos Corberan's in-form baggies were 3-2 winners, courtesy of Connor Townsend's close-range effort at the back post, on an extraordinary winter afternoon at Kenilworth Road in which the visitors found themselves 2-0 down and shell-shocked inside 10 minutes. But Albion rallied from a sluggish start and were the better side from the 20th minute onwards. The win owed much to Daryl Dyke's goal shortly before half-time and Jason Malumbi with just his second baggies goal that was hammered in for 2-2. Two incredible second-half minutes after the hour turned the scoreline on its head to the delight of a boisterous away end of 1,000 travelling baggies. Albion were impressive and smart and streetwise to see out the contest. At the end, there was real meaning in celebrations between the players, staff and away end as boing, boing and up to the Premier League we go roared out into the sky. The baggies dropped to the bottom of the championship after Corberan's first game, a Sheffield United defeat. Fast forward a couple of months and nine wins in ten league games later, Albion are sixth, two points from third. After the remarkable contest, Baggy's manager Corbiran hailed the attitude of his team. He said it was a game that was won by the mentality of the players because after 10 minutes we were losing 2-0. If you are down two goals, you can only change the result if you don't get frustrated, if you resist and if you insist. The team did that very well today. They were insistent until we achieved the result that we needed. Have you done any good at the quiz this week? Well, now's the time to find out, as we have the quiz answers. Hello, and here are your answers for this week's flashback quiz. Feeling confident? How will you score? Let's see. Question one. What can't our ears do? And the answer, they can never turn off. Question two. How many hair cells are in the ear? And the answer here is 20,000. Question three, who invented the telephone? And the answer, of course, is Alexander Graham Bell. Question four, which of our senses can also be affected by hearing loss? And the answer here is taste. Question five, what is thought that our ears appear to do with age? And the answer here is continue to grow. And finally, question six. How is earwax beneficial? And the answer here is it protects them from harm. So, how did you get on? Did you get them all right? If not, not to worry, as I will be back next week to test you once again. Bye for now. Are you ready to get moving? Well, let's hope so, because up now, we have the 10 today workout. Hello everyone, this is 10 Today, a 10-minute set of exercises to do at home to help keep yourself active. 
before we get to today's presenter, a couple of housekeeping points to note. The 10 Today project is funded by the Big Lottery and Sport England. And when you're doing the exercises, it's important that you don't push yourself too far. And by taking part, you agree to 10 Today's terms and conditions. You can read these terms and conditions at tnflink.uk forward slash 10T. And the 10T is the digit 1, the digit 0 and the letter T. And please remember that you agree to take part at your own risk. Today's exercises are brought to you by Terry and here he is. Hello everyone. Welcome to 10 Today, broadcast number one. This is a short 10-minute physical activity routine which will get you moving and stretching. It's great for your health, including improving your balance and building up your strength. Just take it at your own pace. There are plenty of options. If an exercise feels too much, just take it easy and have a break. All the exercises can be done either stood up or sitting down, so just do whatever feels good for you today. We want you all to do this exercise safely. You are responsible for monitoring how you are feeling throughout the session. If you feel any discomfort or pain, for example, if you feel unwell or dizzy or experience palpitations, then please stop and seek medical advice. If remaining seated, at least to begin with, you should have your feet flat on the floor. It would be ideal if you can use a hard chair that you can sit upright in, which could be a dining chair, preferably without arms, which can get in the way of some exercises. Okay, if you are stood up, just step your feet hip width apart, relax your shoulders and stand up nice and tall and take a couple of deep breaths. If you're sitting down, place both feet firmly on the floor, keep your back straight Relax your shoulders and take a couple of deep breaths. In and out. In and out. So, the first exercise is called supporting the sky. Raise both arms together straight up to the ceiling with your palms up. Then turn your palms to face down and push down towards the ground. And again. So, hands up and hands down and repeat remembering to push up with those palms supporting the sky and down and now keep going this is a really good exercise just to get those wrists moving and it stretches the muscles in your arms and shoulders which can often get a little tight it's also just a nice gentle warm-up so we should have just a couple more now so hands up with your palms up then palms down and hands down and one more time hands up and hands down the next exercise is called dancing the rainbow so you want to move your feet a little bit wider than hip width apart into a wide stance one arm at a time you raise your right arm straight up with your palm up and push down towards the ground now do the same with the left arm up and down and keep going remembering to turn that palm down on the way down keep going alternating your arms this is a really good exercise for strengthening those shoulders and arms keep going remembering to change those arms 
and facing that palm up to the ceiling when you press up and then palm facing down when you press down. So the next one is called kick the ball. If you're standing, I recommend you're near something that you can hold onto to help with balance. This could be an armchair, a kitchen chair or a wall. Standing on your left leg, gently from the hip, swing your right leg forward, keeping it as straight as possible and then swing it back to standing. So, swing in your right leg and keep repeating that action forward and back. If you are chair-based, straighten out your right leg in front of you, feeling that nice stretch down your leg, then return your foot to the floor and repeat on the same leg. So whether you're sitting or standing, you're just swinging your right leg forward and back, imagining there's a ball in front of you that you want to kick. Do this a couple more times. This is great for mobilizing your hips, stretching your leg and improving your balance. Now we're going to do exactly the same for the left leg. So gently swing your leg from the hip, forward and back. Forward and back, keeping that leg nice and straight. You might be starting to feel your heart rate go up a little now. That's great, it's perfectly normal and it means you are building up your strength. And now a couple more times. We should all be feeling nice and warm now. Next up is the twister. So stand up or sit up tall and keep your back straight with your feet facing forward. Place your hands on your hips, relaxing those shoulders and twist your upper body to the right. Then twist back to the center and then to the other side. So just keep twisting your upper body from left to right, feeling that nice stretch in your side. And just keep going for a few more times. Good work. You definitely should be feeling warm now. The next one is called moving legs. Again, if you're standing, you might want to be near something you can hold on to for balance. This can be an armchair, a kitchen chair or wall. So raise your right leg out straight in front of you, then move it out to the side so you can feel that nice stretch in the top of your leg. Then move it back to the center and back down. Repeat this with the left leg. So lift your leg up straight out in front, then move out to the side, then back straight and back down. So that's up, out to the side, back to the center and back down. And again, do that a few more times. This is really good for your hips, tummy and thighs. Slow and controlled is more challenging and rewarding. So keep going. Remember to keep that leg straight. Lift your leg up straight out in front, then move out to the side, then back straight to the center and back down. So up out straight to the side, back straight to the center, and back down and a couple of more times. Now we have circle the sky. Raise both arms together straight up above your head and circle them in a small circle twice using your shoulders to move two and then push your arms down towards the ground. And again, raise your arms together straight up, circle them round twice and push down. So raise your arms up circle one, two, 
and push down. Again, this is a really good one for getting your shoulders moving and building up strength. Keep going, really moving those shoulders and arms. We should all be getting warm now. If you want to make it a little harder, move your shoulders in even bigger circles. So just a couple more here, lifting the arms up, circling twice and pushing down. And just one more, that's good. Next is going low. These exercises are slightly different if you are sitting or standing. So if you're standing, place your feet hip width apart with your feet facing forward, bend up your knees slightly and try to keep your back straight and then straighten up your legs again. Remember to keep your feet facing forward and try not to let your knees move in front of your toes. So you're just moving up and down by bending your legs, a little bit like a mini squat. The lower you go, the harder it will be. If you're sitting, just straighten out your right leg right in front of you, feeling a nice stretch down your leg, then return your foot to the floor and repeat on the other side. Whichever variation you're doing, you're working your legs. If you're standing, you are also working your bottom. Okay, so keep going, always remembering to keep your back straight. So for those standing, bending knees down and then straighten up. And sitting, raising alternate legs up and placing down. If you're standing, can you make it more challenging by going down slowly and holding at the bottom briefly. And just a few more. Next is butterfly wings. So this is a nice exercise where you're rolling your shoulders back. Bend your arms and place both hands on your shoulders and rotate your arms back in a circular motion so that you're rolling your shoulders, rolling both arms backwards at the same time. If this is a bit challenging, you can do one arm at a time. So keep moving, circling both arms back. This is great for the shoulders and the upper back. Keep moving, they can be quite energetic, these. Make the circle as wide as you can. Keep going, and just a couple more now. Now we have charging the fists. Whether you're standing or sitting, place your feet hip distance apart in a strong stance. Clench your fists, holding them at chest height, then punch out with your right hand and pull back. And repeat the punch with your left. Keep going, punching with alternate hands. It's a great stress buster, this. Really think about how your muscles are responding here, making the punches slow and controlled. Just a couple more now. Good job. Now we all really should be feeling warm. If you're a little out of breath, that's a good thing. It means you've been working. And if you're not a little out of breath, can you work a little harder next time? Well done, we're nearly finished. We'll just finish off with a nice stretch and cool down. So, we're going to start with a hamstring stretch. So, feet facing forward, step forward with your right foot, placing your foot out in front of you with your foot flat on the floor. Keep the right leg straight, then bend your left leg and put your hands on your hips and just lean your chest forward gently. 
Whether you're sitting or standing, you should feel a nice stretch down the back of the right leg. And now hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1, and finish. Then return to an upright position and swap your legs over. So keeping your feet facing forward, this time step forward with your left foot, placing your foot out in front of you with your foot flat on the floor. Keep this leg straight, then bend your right leg and just lean the chest forward gently. Again, feeling that nice long stretch at the back of the left leg. And hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1, and finish. And the final stretch, hugging a tree. Just hold your arms out in front of you, just like you are hugging a tree, directly in front of you. Your arms form a nice circle in front of you, and then cup your hands together, putting one hand in front of the other, and push your hands together, feeling that nice stretch across your shoulders and arms. And now hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, two and one and finish. Now sit up or stand up and return to that nice relaxed posture we had at the beginning. Brilliant! So that was all the exercises. We hope you enjoyed them. Just to finish off, shake it out. Just shake those arms and hands and then legs and feet. Great work everyone. Doing 10 today just three times a week can have great health benefits. It's fun and you'll simply feel better. So do keep going. Thank you for listening. TNF Soundings. So that's it for another edition of the Black Country Talking News. A reminder to our CD listeners who have received CDs in padded envelopes that you don't need to send anything back to us. If you have a sight loss tip or someone you would like to wish a happy birthday to, just say hello to. Maybe even a poem or talking book you would like reviewed, then please get in touch with us at the Beacon Centre. Call 01902 880 Email bctn at beaconvision.org or write to us at the Black Country Talking News, Beacon, Wolverhampton Road East, Wolverhampton, WV46AZ. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening and thank you to all our supporters, donators and volunteers who without their support will be unable to run this free service. Please note the information and views expressed in this recording does not necessarily represent the views of Beacon or Talking News and were accurate at the time of recording. Mentions of goods and services does not imply endorsement and whilst every care is taken to supply accurate information, Beacon and Talking News do not undertake liability for any errors. So it's goodbye from all of us, stay safe, have a good week and we look forward to bringing you next week's edition of the Black Country Talking News. Ta-ra!